Hi, everyone. It's Monday, December 30th, 2019, one day to New Year's Eve where I'm recording in Portland, Oregon, and it's already New Year's Eve for our friends on the other side of the international dateline. Today, I've put together a special episode of Micro Monday, a little retrospective with excerpts from the early days of the podcast. I did this last year on New Year's Eve, covering episodes 1 through 10, and for this show, I'll cover episodes 11 through 20. It's a good way to look back at the evolution and growth of the Micro.blog community. And if you missed any of these when they first aired, there are links in the show notes to the original episodes. Hey, it's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog, and I'm very happy to have as my guest today, Mike Haynes, who is at mike.fm on micro.blog. The other thing about you that people will probably know if they recognize your name is that you are the creator of the Android app for micro.blog called Dialogue. Yeah, so we just uh, recently launched uh, this past week, we put uh, Dialogue, which is the first, hopefully the first but not last, um, Android uh, app for micro.blog into the Play Store. So we launched our beta and um, the interest has been really good, a lot of good feedback and People are really excited about it. I assume you um, had a blog before you joined Micro.blog. I've bounced around between all the different platforms I had. I was uh-huh. using Medium for a while, and um, I was using Tumblr for a long time. And then I was yeah. I spun up, spun up my own WordPress uh, blog several times. And just over the years, um, I, I would I would write for, write and blog for a little bit, and then drop out, and write and blog for a bit, and drop out. And yeah. um, I think that's one of the things that I. I really uh, I like the most about micro.blog is that once um, it really encourages you to sort of keep up like with the pins and and just seeing what everybody else mm-hmm. is doing and and whatnot like it really encourages you to keep it going and keep writing and keep just keeping a part of it and I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I've just I've just continued to, to blog and continue to visit the site and stuff is I just yeah it's it's really motivational so um, I, to answer your question, I have had a blog, but it's been on and off over the years. And this is my most consistent, I would say, that I've been in a long time. So Today, or I should say tonight, because I'm with a fellow night owl, I am talking to Smokey Artisan, who is at Smokey, that's Smokey with an E, like Smokey Robinson of the Miracles on Micro.blog. I've always wanted to be Smokey somewhere. As a, as, as a username. So I'll, I'll see what this, uh, see if that's available. And I'm an introvert and I'm a kind of a private person. So I, you know, really am not a social network kind of person. Um, but kind of blogging is the one place that I do kind of say things for the world to see. So it, it, it seemed like a, a reasonable service for me to try. Would you like to add anything? To come back to the community, um, how friendly everyone is, and the the quality of of the conversation, that it's, you know, yes, it's it's people putting out things about, you know, their daily life or whatever. There's also, you know, there's some, there's serious writing in there too. It, It kind of the community in some ways reminds me of, 
just sitting around the department in, in grad school. And we'd have these conversations that were important and weighty and intellectual, but they were also approachable because, you know, we had people from all sort of different disciplines of history. And I, I kind of get that feeling that it it is in your intellectually stimulating and nourishing as mm-hmm. as well. And, and it's, you know, that's not something that I would see, I think, on other social network type platforms. And today I am talking to Fiona Voss, who is at Fiona on Microdot blog. Hey, Fiona, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How did you uh, hear about Microdot blog and what... Um, what drew you to participate? I'm curious. I don't really remember how I found out about it. I remember that somehow I came across the Kickstarter page after the Kickstarter was already finished. Mm-hmm. And then that took me to Microdot blog. Actually, I can't really remember what it was that drew me in. I remember I created a a microdot blog hosted blog at first mm-hmm. and I wrote a post and I didn't really pay much attention to it for a little while. Like it was just kind of on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, then at some point I switched over to a self-hosted blog. And at that point I was really kind of addicted. Like <laughs> once I, once I got there, then I started posting a lot more. I will say what I like about micro.blog is the community is so human. <laughs> I'm pretty active on Twitter. Yeah. On Twitter, you have ads, you have accounts that are not people, they're companies marketing themselves. Mm-hmm. Even the people on Twitter something about it just makes people argue with each other. Microdoblog <laughs> is so friendly. Yeah. I I think it's because a lot of us we feel like we're we have we feel like we have something in common just because we're on Microdoblog, we're on it because we care about community and we care about the open web and I think that that's what makes it so great. And I am so pleased to welcome to the podcast, Jim Withington, who is at JW on blog. Hey, Jim, how's it going? It's going pretty well. So tell me about how you first heard about blog and what got you interested in participating. I think I just heard about it from one of the blogs that I follow on uh, my RSS feeds. And Mm -hmm. I have to be honest, um, I think during the whole campaign and after the campaign and when I got my invite, I still couldn't conceptualize what it actually was, but mm-hmm. it just sounded cool and it sounded like it would be fun with some <laughs> interesting people. So I was like, well, we'll go for this and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that uh, a lot of people had that experience because it's a lot to take in. It's not just a, a Twitter alternative. And yeah. um, I think, while it looks a lot like Twitter, if you look at the timeline, what it is doing 
um, behind the scenes is very different from Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And just, it's so funny because, you know, having been on there for so long, it's, you see every new wave of people like debating whether they'll stay here or on Twitter. <laughs> and it's like, well, they're kind of different. It's okay. You know, <laughs> right. You do both or do need, you know, or do one or the other, or, you know, do it, do what feels best. But I feel like one of the great things about microblog so far has been, um, I've actually used it more for photos than I thought I would. And I think it's because I was trying to get the badge where I had a, you know, a photo every day of the week <laughs> and it took me three or four months to finally have seven days in a row. I think it kind of, it's been really great to feel how grounding it is to like, you know, it feels, you know, when I go for a morning walk and I can take pictures of flowers and post them, I feel like, okay, you know what? I've actually done my morning walk today and that is motivating for me. And today I am really happy to have Chris Powell on the podcast, who is at Minimal Tech on Micro.blog, and that's M-N-M-L-T-E-K. And Chris, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Gene. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've uh, listened to every episode. So tell me about how you ended up on Micro.blog. I want to support independent creators' work. So I threw down, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the early fee. Yeah, I've been very impressed with the clean, minimal layout of micro.blog. It does exactly what I want it to do. And uh, it's, it, it just it allows me to say something and have a voice. And I really enjoy that. And so this is a wonderful uh, opportunity to have my voice be heard, both audio and uh, in print, without the, the fire hose of other social media applications that uh, we don't need to necessarily talk about on this interview. You know, I use Wavelength uh, to do all of my episodes on the Minimal Tech Microcast. Oh, really? oh yeah. No, I love that setup. Uh, I threw down oh, wow. on the on the $5, I think it's $5 monthly fee yeah. uh, to gain a microcast. And I got a Shure MV5 microphone and a, it plugs directly <laughs> into my iPhone. I uh, fire up the Wavelength app. I bust out an episode in one take and I type in, you know, the episode info. And hit the post button and thank you very much. I got a microcast that people can search for <laughs> on their podcast app of choice. So it's such a wonderful, you know, easy for a knucklehead like me to be able to produce content and share. I'm very happy to welcome Vanessa Hampshire, who is at Vanessa on micro.blog. Hey, Vanessa, how are you doing today? Hi, Jane. I'm, I'm fine. Enjoying a bit of sunny weather for a change. Tell me how you uh, how you came to be on Microdot Blog and what um, what made you want to participate on the platform. I backed the Kickstarter uh, because I, I ah. thought the um, the indie web thing was really interesting, and I've watched people talk about owning your own stuff and the issues with Facebook and things over the years, and and thought, yeah, actually, right. I like the principles of that. So I thought, well, let me back it for the book, if nothing else, so that I might learn something. When Microdot Blog came live, I thought. Oh, this is all very technical because all the people that were on it were asking technical things. And I'm like, I yeah. oh, don't know what you're talking about. And so <laughs> kind of backed away a little bit. And it took me ages to get to grips with the, the timeline as opposed mm-hmm. to my actual blog. So, you know, mm-hmm. I looked, I joined the Slack channel and I'm still in that and I still watch what people are saying. But I was just like, okay, this has gone way over my head. I'll just leave it for a little bit. <laughs> mm. um, but then I sort of yeah. came back to it and I've got more involved. Yeah. But I've had a lot of help from, the microblog people, you know, um, was it Colin Walker, Chris Aldridge, mm-hmm. and a few others have given me lots of help on WordPress because, you know, I know nothing really apart from having that on <laughs> WordPress.com. So I've now got myself a theme, a child theme, and all these bits and pieces and all these plugins, which is what you were saying earlier about people starting simple. And then mm-hmm. you can go on to investigate 
more customization. And that's exactly the route I followed. And very much as a user rather than anybody techie who knows about it, I'm the one that goes, I didn't understand that. Can you say it again? <laughs> but you know, maybe that's helping people explain things to the non-tech people because you can't just have yeah. a world of techie people. Otherwise, it's just a, a closed group, isn't it? Today, I am talking to Eli Mellon, who is at Eli on micro.blog. Hey, Eli, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks. Tell me a little bit about what made you want to get a microblog. I've always sort of liked the idea of, of having or finding and participating in community online, um, but never loved the experience of the big things. Mm-hmm. And I've dabbled with the indie web for a few years, first finding it during grad school, mm-hmm. sort of tangentially through Amber Case's Dictionary of Cyborg Anthropology. Or, um, mm-hmm. The way I was interested in using microdoblog was more as sort of this tumble blog sort of thing or a link blog. Right. Um, so that's what I do a lot of that with some, you know, photos or just weird things posted here and there too. Um, <laughs> I try mostly not to keep it too seriously, but then also think about think of all the posts as sort of breadcrumbs backwards through my life of just things that interest me in the internet. For this episode, I am very happy to be talking with Eddie Hinkle, who is at Eddie Hinkle on Microdot.blog. Hey, Eddie, how is it going today? Thanks, Jean. It's going pretty well. I'm excited to be here. What attracted you to Microdot.blog? Yeah, so it's funny, actually, um, you know, I saw different blogs and probably posts on Twitter when Micro.blog was on Kickstarter, so I opened up the Kickstarter page and I looked at it, and I thought, this looks interesting, but being somewhat stingy um, and knowing that I can kind of get carried away with Kickstarter things <laughs> and Indiegogo things, yes. I thought, I think I'll pass. So I just kind of moved on, um, and it wasn't until... The Kickstarter was over and everything, and um, I was already involved with the IndieWeb, and so suddenly I started seeing references to Micro.blog and Manton popping up and talking about integrating IndieWeb technologies into Micro.blog. And I was like, wait, I remember seeing this on Kickstarter. Like, why did I not end up backing this thing? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I very excitedly waited until Manton opened it up to non-Kickstarter people, and I... Uh, quickly signed up as soon as I got the email that I had an invitation. Oh, great. Actually, you know, talking about the indie web, would you mind um, giving a little uh, synopsis of what that means, you know, that you were involved with the indie web movement? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think the indie web movement, um, at the core of it, is just wanting people to, you know, own their information, their content, um, but specifically, the IndieWeb movement has technologies that, you know, um, allow us to engage in social interaction on the Internet um, using our own websites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of like Manton said in a recent blog post that the Internet, the web is a social platform rather than needing a social platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's really what micro.blog um, is based on. So, you know, micro.blog and IndieWeb are really uh siblings, if not even closer connected than that. <laughs> Today, I get to talk to Jason Detbarn, who is at end on end on Microdot blog. Hey, Jason, how are you doing today? Hey, Jane. Doing good. 
Uh, doing well today. Um, thank you for inviting me. You know, it's my first podcast, so I'm very <laughs> excited to be invited. How did you come to Microdot Blog, and you know what made you want to um, sign up for it? Yeah, I, I was looking back and trying to figure out exactly where I read about it, but mm-hmm. I, I was familiar with Manton through TweetMarker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did don't listen much anymore, but uh, previously I listened to a few episodes of Core Intuition, so you know I, I knew about him prior mm-hmm. to the Kickstarter. Um, but wherever I read about it, you know, I definitely it intrigued me a lot. Um, you know, it kind of felt like it was at the point where like Twitter was kind of I don't know, jumping the sharks probably a too strong of a word, but you know, kind of getting more out of control in terms of you know the trolls and mm-hmm. you know the kind of negative parts of it. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I, I had been blogging for a, a long time. It feels like so mm-hmm. the combination of the two was very intriguing to me. My first site I had, you know, was probably two thousand four ish, and mm-hmm. WordPress uh, early WordPress user. You know, the fact that you could in, you could install. You know, software that does you know blogging or making a personal site mm-hmm. you know was was pretty amazing back then. It still it still is. How easy mm-hmm. WordPress makes it to do that. Um, and then over the years, I tried out <laughs> many different blogging services like Vox and Tumblr. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried probably every major CMS like blog CMS for the most part, <laughs> Stack Generator. That was, that was probably my major downfall. You know, as far as micro.blog, I'm very, very glad it, it exists. Yeah, it definitely feels like early Twitter to me. Um, you know, the conversations mm-hmm. and, you know, meeting cool, interesting people and in a, in a timeline that is chronological. <laughs> and it's definitely uh, gotten me to increase my, my blogging output for sure and, and sharing and, um, Hopefully I appreciate it for that as well. So hopefully I can look back in a few years and you know relive the experience of the guinea pigs and you know, <laughs> kids growing up and all the, the trips we took and all that. So and definitely appreciate Manton and, and your work uh, to keep it going and, and grow. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I am so thrilled to have on the podcast Jason Burke, who is at Burke, that's B-U-R-K, on Microdot blog. Hey, Jason, how are you doing today? Hey, Jane, doing really well. One of the things about this podcast is, unlike many other people I've spoken to, we've actually met in person not that long ago. We have, yeah, down at uh, WWDC at the meetup. The meetup. That was a great meetup. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see people in person, uh, just like it is to hear people's voices. Um when connect the names with the usernames on Microdot blog. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I was really <laughs> surprised at the the turnout. Actually, I mean, it, it sounds bad to say I was surprised about something like that, but it, you just never really know what to expect. And mm-hmm. with WWDC going on, people are doing all kinds of things. But it was it was a great turnout, and it was so cool to actually meet some of the users in person. And hopefully, we can continue that on in the future with more meetups. So, tell me about what made you. Um, interested in Microdot blog and, and made you want to join up? Yeah. Um, I mean, everything 
like most stories kind of started with Twitter, I think, back in 2006 <laughs> or seven or whenever we all jumped on that bandwagon and it was all the, yeah. the new thing. Um, and so I was on Twitter forever and, you know, at probably four or five years ago, I guess other services started to happen. You had like app.net and, uh, I guess Mastodon. I, there's, it seems like there's a new, a new one every couple of months, but mm-hmm. they always were kind of just more of the same. Nothing really felt different about it. And as everyone knows, it's hard to get anyone to move from one network to another. So saying, hey, go here because it's the same thing, then why do I need to move over there? Mm-hmm. And then micro.blog came up and it was really the first one I saw that was, it really felt like it was trying to do something different. And I think as with a lot of people on the service, I think blogging is something we all want to do, but for some reason it falls off very quickly. So this mm-hmm. felt like a really great way to be able to merge the micro blogging with real, you know, quote, real blogging uh, all in one place. So you don't have to have multiple locations to do things and you're not pushing things from one place to the other. It's just all nice, one nice happy home for all of it. So I think the implementation on it is 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 perfect in terms of, uh, you know, reaching out to all types of writers or uh-huh. just people that want to get some kind of word out. I have to say you more than um, many people have really made some interesting contributions to the community. And uh, uh, you started a few pages, and these are all available on um, your blog, which is Burke.io, I think. Yes, that's correct. Uh, and I like that you started a um, a listing of micro meetups and I think that page will get more populated as time goes on. You know, I just think it's a good way for for people to find common interests and and maybe get together in real life. Because at the end of the day, I feel like it's it's getting harder and harder to get in in to meet up with people in real life because yes. online is so easy. You very nicely uh, made a directory of the emojis that are available um, currently as search options as well as uh, requested emojis, which I think is great. Yeah. And that, that was, I have to admit, that was purely selfish, this page. Um, <laughs> I, re- I really just wanted uh, somewhere for, for Manton to see what people were wanting and get more of these things up on the, on the production side. I just really happy to be a part of this uh, community. And I'm, I'm very happy that it's the community is so accepting of everyone. It's it's becoming more diverse. I mean, that's always going to be something we have to work on. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely going in the right direction. And I, I, having left Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff behind, it's it's still somewhat of a weird feeling to go to my timeline and not get upset <laughs> for one reason or another. It's just a very Nice place to be.